Hey, this is John Lee Dumas of Entrepreneur on Fire, and I want to welcome you to the Game Changers podcast hosted by Michelle Dutrell. I personally cannot speak more highly of the value of mentorship, and this podcast will bring you some of the best. If you want some inspiration back with strategy of how to make your vision a reality, stay tuned and prepare to ignite. Hello and welcome everybody to this week's Game Changer podcast. My name is Michelle Dutro. I'm your host, and we have a really unique episode coming your way today, something that I haven't done before, but something that I get asked a lot about, and that I, what that is that I get requests on is I wish you would do a call-in radio show where people could call in and ask questions in real time and get to see from a coaching perspective your feedback that's on the spot. Now, while I am not set up to do a call-in radio show, what is kind of cool is that the opportunity to come as close to that as possible happened across my path uh, a few days ago or last week, I don't remember, it was very recently, and the way that came to me was through Twitter. So there's a gal named Christy Mishler who, if you remember the Thursday episode from a couple of Thursdays ago, I referenced her. And since then, we stayed in contact at, you know, through Facebook. I, I actually, I think it was email. It was Twitter and then email. And she asked some really, really great questions, things that I've, I don't believe I've ever addressed or talked about on this show. And so I immediately wrote back and said, hey, these are great questions instead of me emailing back the answers because I think they're relevant and I think they're kind of cool and interesting, you should come on the show and ask me yourself. And so uh, within a couple of days, Christy is so cool, she jumped online, ordered a microphone so that the sound quality would be good, and literally two days later, here we are. So Christy, welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Michelle. It's an honor and privilege to be here. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. And so if you didn't check out that Thursday show or you don't know what I'm talking about, Miss Christy Mishler has a uh, fitness uh, training studio. She does all kinds of cool things um, from boot camps, kickboxing. She's a health and uh, wellness and life coach. So I've done my homework on her, although she may think that I haven't, uh, but I have, and I love the work that she's doing. And so it's great to talk to people who are a aligned in helping people, especially women, truly live into their greatest, highest self. So I hope that we can maybe touch on that. I have no idea what's coming up. I, I just wrote back and said, hey, jot down some questions or whatever it is that you want to chat about, and we're just going to have a conversation. So I have no idea what's coming my way outside of one question in particular that she asked on uh, email. But otherwise, we're just going to get underway, and we're just going to chat and see where this thing goes. So take it away, Christy. All right, thank you, Michelle. Okay, so one of the things, your website is Inner North Star. My first question is, how did you come up with that name? And what does your Inner North Star mean to you? Is it a spiritual guide, your inner self? Tell me more about that. So this is why I said I want you to ask this question uh, on air, because it, it's, uh, I believe I've only talked about this in reference one other time, but it wasn't even on my show. It was actually on somebody else's podcast who had asked about that. And the funny thing about this is the amount of, whether you want to call it stress or agony or belaboring over what should it be called, and this was quite a few years ago, I really struggled with coming up with a name that I felt addressed all things, all things to me. And my background as well is in health and wellness, certainly as a life coach. And so in, in all of that, in all of 
what I talk about or what I work with people on, what would that common thread be? And that really was through meditation. So it was a time that I was sitting in meditation and just said, I'm going to let this go and just sit and be with whatever it is that shows up in this particular time. And it was probably maybe 10 minutes in, and, and that name just showed up, just came to me. And what I put out before that meditation was, here's what's on my mind, here's what's in my heart, is if I could have people do one thing, if there was one piece of advice, and I always ask that of every guest at the end of every show, is what is one piece of advice you have? It is while it is important to have a great coach and a great mentor and do your homework and do your research, and I'm a huge advocate of all of those things, the truth is at the end of the day, it has to be your decision. Your life, your purpose, your mission has to come from you. And while I do advocate going out and finding a mentor and a coach, even more so is you need to spend time every single day sitting with just you. No input, no television, no podcast, no blog reading, no chatting with friends, no, no YouTube, no anything. And literally just sit and see what shows up for you. How are you feeling? Checking in with you, whether it's aches and pains or uh, a recurring thought you have, whatever it is, but it's really just learning how to be good and be comfortable and accepting of what is going on with you in this moment right now. And it's the one thing that I don't think people do very much of, if at all. And people stray away from that because the normal thing is, oh, I can't calm my mind down or I can't med meditate or I can't you know, stop things from running. And that's okay. No one's saying that it has to be a certain way. I'm just saying spend a period of time, at least 10 minutes to start with every day with zero input. And from those moments, as you build on them in silence, away from external uh, pushing and pulling and dragging and all of the chatter and the noise that goes on out there, your truth, because we all have the answer within us, every one of us does, that truth will come out. What we do when we seek external conversation typically is validation. Am, am I on the right path? Is what I'm thinking the right thing? And that's good, certainly. But like I said, at the end of the day, you have to make your own decision because you're truly the only one who knows what your true inner north calling is or your inner north star, your voice, your purpose, your mission, your why you're here. It's within every one of us. And so that inner north star is have a guidepost. That's what a north star is, keeping you true north, keeping you focused so that you know you're on path. But realize that that focus, that path, that mission lives within you every minute of every day. And the more you can focus on that, then every decision that you make during the day, during the week, during your life will always be guided toward, does this make sense for my calling and my purpose and my vision for why I'm here? And the more dialed in and the more connected, decision-making becomes very simple because you know what works and what doesn't. So there you are. Did that make sense? That makes total sense, and I could not agree anymore. I appreciate you saying that, and I hope that people listen to that over and over again because I totally agree. I feel like people get so busy that they, and sometimes, most of the time, that they don't even want to know how they got where they are right. because they're, you know, doing busy things, and they don't, they don't want to know. That's why they stay busy. Exactly. And, and the common statement being, you know, uh, gosh, this happened to me or that happened to me or how did I wind up here? 
well, that's a series. Your whole life right now is a, if you took a picture of it as a Polaroid picture of a reflection of every single decision you have ever made. Life didn't make any decision for you. This is a decision, good or bad, whatever. If your life is to, you know, ultimate perfection in your eyes of this couldn't be better, that's also a reflection of your decision making. But the sooner you take responsibility and know that you're the one driving your own ship, the easier it is to turn all that around, that you're not a victim of circumstance. You're certainly not a victim of life. You're in charge and responsible for it. But the beautiful thing is it can turn around at any moment. So. That's right. If you take the time to be quiet. I actually <laughs> had somebody yesterday that said, I don't have time to take five minutes to just be quiet and have no radio or whatever. And I said, if you don't have five minutes, then you need to have take 20 minutes. <laughs> a good answer. That's a very good answer. And, and what that says is my life is so chaotic. I don't want to take the time to make it less chaotic. And so the truth is that's, that also is a choice. What about that chaos is serving you? What about that story works for you that you don't have to be responsible to slow down long enough to really get your life in order? Because there's a reason behind that. We all do and maintain what works for us on a very deep level, typically very subconsciously, but that's a choice. It's a choice to say, I don't wanna make the time to have my life less chaotic, so I'm gonna maintain this. And I, I don't judge anybody, that's cool. Just be honest with whatever your truth is, I, whatever you wanna do. If, that's, if you enjoy being a Tasmanian devil and spinning out of control from the second you wake up till the time you go to bed, then embrace it because that's a choice you're making and that's cool. I'm not going to get in the way of it, but whatever, you know, just don't complain about it either because it's your choice. Right. It's your choice. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. Very well said. Okay. Moving on to the second question. You are a military veteran. You joined the fire department at age 35 and also spent 15 years working in the field of preventative medicine, also a strategic intervention life coach. And um, you have been determined to pursue, pursue your dreams and now help others to do the same. My question is, are there specific events that led you to where you are today and wanting to help inspire and motivate others? You know, I do believe that everybody has a, a very specific one thing, a one calling, and it's not about reading enough books to find out what it is. It's back to the silence thing, peeling back the layers of the onion and remembering why you're here. And that true nature, that gift really does reside within all of us. I can assure you, it's not in the arts for me. I can't draw a stick figure to save my soul. So there are people who are, and, and musically for that matter, or in language, I don't, I don't, I didn't show up in the world with all of that. So I am so appreciative and honored when I'm around people that are fantastic and amazing artists and reach people through art form. That's not me, but we all have a thing. That for me has been present from all the way back as long as I can remember. I told a story about that on episode 100 from being in a swimming lesson at age four or five. And that driving force of looking at people and just thinking in my head, how could I make whatever you're doing easier? 
What, what dots could I connect? Or what is the struggle that I'm seeing in you that I could maybe go, huh, what if you tried this and then didn't struggle as much, especially as I got older for those people that I consider to be really great influencers, like yourself, people that are out in the world trying to help other people grow and learn and, and have the most enriched life they can. Those are the people I really target because they're like knocking down one domino that immediately knocks down 500 others in, in, in one knock. And that has always been my wiring. While it looks like my resume is, you know, all over the place, like you said, from the military to the fire department, health and wellness, all of it is how could I be in the greatest service that I know how to be? Now, the military wasn't that honorable. Let, let me just back that up. There's a lot of people who join the military because they want to serve our country and give back, and that's phenomenal. Back for me when I was 18 when I went in, it was because I lacked discipline. That was the truth of it. I was spending more time playing volleyball on the beach than I was going to college classes. And I thought, what am I gonna do? I'm not good enough to be a professional volleyball player, so what in the world is gonna become of me if I can't get my act together? And it was thinking, if I lack discipline, where could I go that would instill discipline in me so that I can get my life together? Because this is silly, I mean, it's ridiculous. I didn't know anybody in the military. I've never known anybody to go into the military. And I, I thought, if you're going to go, go big. So I had the intention of going into the Marines. And the only reason that I went into the Air Force and not the Marines was because the Marines was a six-year commitment and the Air Force was four. Actually, all three branches were the Army, Navy, and Marines were all a six-year commitment. And I thought, if I can't commit to four years of college, how am I going to commit to six years to you people? That's not going to work. But the Air Force <laughs> is only four. So that's that really is my why. Sorry, Air Force. I wish I could say it was, you know, because you're just the smartest, although I like to brag about that. But it really was, this is only four years. In four years, they've got to instill discipline, and then I will be on track and have my life together. And from that point, it really has been very mission-driven. My, my time in the military was very testing, uh, not, not so much for me, but certainly for them. They were, I, I, I <laughs> joke that I left on November 17th, and on the 18th, I think all four branches shut down and just had a day of celebration. Because I, I spent the whole time thinking, hey, we could be better here, we could do things better. And it turns out that uh, I was told uh, frequently that I wasn't brought on for the continuous improvement of the military or a government, but I thought that I should have been. So uh, imagine <laughs> that that whole time period was honing the skills of if this isn't working and there's a better way to do it and a more effective, more efficient way, then we should want to do that. And so by the time I left there, certainly discipline was instilled in me. There's no doubt about it. But so was this core belief of every day you have to look at your life, you have to look at your mission, you have to look at what you're doing and say, is there a way to be more effective and even better than what I'm currently doing and find a way to do that. And if you can do that even better through helping others to be that, then uh, by all means, that's, that to me is the point of life, is contribution and helping somebody else out in some way. So that certainly set things off or maybe fine-tuned things for me a bit. Uh, but the whole rest of the, my career and everything I've done has always been in how could I, how could I help your journey be a little bit easier uh, by doing maybe a few things differently so that you can be more effective and, and live even a greater, bigger, more fulfilling life than what you are right now. So, wow, that is an amazing story. Thank you for sharing that. It's nice to know. Well, thank you for your service too, by the way. Wow. Um, but that that's where you started getting your discipline. I, I mean, that's a big uh, 
undertaking to join the military for that. Yeah, it was more than I thought, I can assure you. I, I remember the uh, first night in basic training where they go through shakedown and you think, oh, look, they're coming in to greet us and welcome us. And oh, no, 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 no. It was a, it was a very uh, eye-opening thing that first night going, what in the world? I have four years of this. Uh, all good, though. I, I literally would not change a thing and uh, am a big advocate and proponent to doing things. Like I said, if, if we're going to get to live in a country of freedom, then there's certainly a lot of contribution that each of us has to give, whether it's your joining the military or if it is in support of folks that are in the military currently or just getting out. I'm an advocate, if you listen to this podcast, of um, post-traumatic stress and supporting the military members both in and that have uh, since left the military in support of mental health and wellness. So it is a big thing, and everybody can play a part and a role in that because it affects in some way, shape, or form every one of us. So thank you for asking about all that. I appreciate it. I agree, yes. Okay, the next question. You have accomplished so much, Michelle, kind of um, adding on to what we've already talked about. And frankly, everything that you have done, the things that I had mentioned earlier, there's a lot of other things sprinkled in there that you do. And you must have started when you were five years old. I mean, seriously. <laughs> Um, go ahead. No, it's no, it's uh, my daughters and I used to joke about that over my resume and the things that I've done because it is it's it's pretty varied. There's there's some few uh, you all, you have one life, right? And so I I think you should experience as much of it as you possibly can within the life that you're given, and we never know how long that is. So I I definitely try to cram a, a bit in. There's no doubt about it. So yes, <laughs> yes go on. Yes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay. Um, so you've accomplished so much. Have you ever had so many things that you wanted to do that you didn't know where to start? And if your answer is yes, can you give an example? And if not, can you share some insight for those that do struggle with this? That's a good question. And it's it's on my plate now. It, it always is because there's a lot of things that I am deeply fascinated with and there's ideas that will come across, whether it's in meditation or in conversation with somebody of, hey, what about this? This you could reach people in a greater capacity and maybe help out more or be more effective in the way that you would like to help and reach people. And and when those opportunities come up right now, obviously the podcast that's been going for about a year was one of those opportunities. I've also referenced on this show a book that I'm trying to finish and, a, and an online course as well. And juggling all of that in what is the right order and the right timing on top of you know, maintaining your friendships and your family member that you want to stay close with and your health and wellness and fitness and eating right and all the rest of it is a bit of a balancing act. But let's tie this back to that person who's too busy to spend 10 minutes in silence. That's called chaos. And when people say the words to me, I'm so stressed out or I'm overwhelmed or I don't have time to or fill in the blank, anything that starts that way, is my ears hear that is I'm incredibly unorganized and I don't know how to start organizing my life. And then let's peel the layer back from that is I'm not really sure what exactly I value. So I'm just throwing everything into the blender and whatever it is that spins out the first is I guess what I'm going to do. And then whatever, you know, hits the wall next, I'll go ahead and hit that. And and all of that is unnecessary. So when you step back and really go to the beginning and say, Talk to me about your ideal life. What does it look like? 
If your ideal life is, I work somewhere between, maybe it's eight, nine hours a day, whatever it is that you want to put in, and I exercise whatever I do that I enjoy, whether you're on a kickball team or you go running or do yoga, but I exercise for 45 minutes to an hour every day. I have quality meal time, whether it's with friends or family for an hour. I have an hour to read. If you were to line all that up and then I were to say, okay, how much of your life right now is a reflection of exactly that. And then usually people laugh because none of it is, absolutely none of it is. So it's stepping back saying, talk to me about what you value. Let's talk about that perfect day, what that is. And now if you were to live into that, because every single thing is doable, it's spending the time planning and mapping out, again, beginning with the end in mind, what's your legacy gonna be? What is your life going to stand for? And if what you're doing every day right now is not contributing and a reflection of what that legacy is, that won't be your legacy. I mean, if you want your tombstone to read, here's Sally who led the most chaotic life we've ever seen. But then if that's, if that's it, then by all means, you're on the right track, keep, keep going. And that's what everybody will say about you. She's the most chaotic person. We really don't know what she was up to or what her legacy should be outside of the word chaos. I don't think most people want to live into that, yet people live into that. So there is the line, it was said on a podcast a couple of weeks ago, it's one of my favorite lines, and it was funny that the person I interviewed threw it out as well, which is most people spend more time planning their vacation than they do their life. And it's a very true statement. So if you stop and think, here's what my legacy is, here's what I want to be known for, here's how I want to contribute or give back or what I really want my life to stand for. And in my perfect day, here's how I would be living that day every day that would lead into that legacy, then how can I map that out? And what does that look like? Do I need to get up an hour earlier? Do I need to start eating more healthy so that my mind is sharper and more clear and more focused and exercising more so that I have more energy so I'm not getting that three in the afternoon lull that I'm having candy bars and soda to try to pull me through. All of everything is tied together. And if you map it out and look at how could tomorrow be designed to live into your perfect day, to then live into what your legacy will ultimately be, it's not that com com complicated. But does it take time? Yeah, take some time. It takes some time to figure out what you value, what you value in a significant relationship, what you value in your friendships, what you value for your career, what you value for your, you know, your mental, emotional, physical well-being. That's different for every single person, but every person should absolutely know the answer to that. Every person should know what they intend people to say on their eulogy. Everybody should have the answer to that. What will your friends collectively say? What will your family collectively say? What will your coworkers collectively say when all is said and done? You should have that in mind every day and every day be living into that. And if you're not, then you're right. Expect people just to say, I, I don't know, she was really good at being very chaotic. You know, otherwise yes. that's what you're gonna get. So. So I think it's something that, like as I mentioned, it's very different for every person. It's very personal for every person. But knowing what you value and asking yourself why, why do I value that? Why does that have meaning? Is that something that I've just been doing by habit? But, it, but in reality, I'm doing these things every day and it doesn't really hold value to me. Then step back and say, how can we make a change? How can we incorporate that into something different than what it is today? And start right now. In our email exchange, I, 
I do walk my talk. When I say make a decision and take immediate action, I mean it. So when you ask those questions, my next email, and you can call me out if this isn't true, my next email was, great question, why don't you jump on my podcast and let's make this happen? And the second that microphone comes in, <laughs> because your thing was, well, maybe you're busy and maybe in the next couple of months, and I said, oh, no, no, order that microphone right now. The second that thing comes in, let's, let's knock it out. The microphone came in yesterday, we're talking today. That's life. When something matters to you, make it happen right now. If I were to put this on a to-do list, I, I have stuff that I have going on in November. I, I don't want to add to November. Let's make this happen right now. It's an hour out of my day, and I can make that happen. My life is managed such that when things come across my desk that are important and are fitting into what my mission is, I have time. I have time. I'll make time. It's not, it's, life, is not, life is not that difficult. But also, life can be as difficult as you choose to make it. The choice is always yours. So, very well said. I I agree one hundred percent. Yay. Um, okay. So, uh, getting back to your, I don't know. Well, I'm just going to throw it out there because you said that I could ask anything, anything you want to, so I'm going to anything. So you had brought up your book and an online course, which of course I, being your number one fan, am very excited about. Do you have a date or can you elaborate more or not yet? I can and I appreciate that. And the more people that keep me accountable, the better because I've got some great friends who do a good job of needling me uh, daily saying, where is this at and what's going on? <laughs> so I appreciate it. And you can jump on that bandwagon as well. I, I could use it. I, I believe in accountability and that's why we have people in our life that keep us uh, on the straight and narrow. The online course, my goal is that that is done hopefully at the very latest, mid-November is when that will come out. And it's the 90-day program basically that I ran for my entire practice when I was in private practice for about 10 years. Every single person, no matter why you came to see me, whether it was my marriage is struggling, I was just diagnosed with four-stage cancer, I have arthritis, I don't get along with my kids, whatever it is, it doesn't matter. If you crossed my path, there is a very specific way to cut out, just we're talking about, all the clutter and the chaos and the noise and the nonsense from your life, all of it, in every aspect of your life. And basically, it's a life reboot. So it's the first 90 days is looking at everything that doesn't belong. And by everything, I because I have background in feng shui as well, I walk through in 90 days every single room of your house. And it's very specific on what needs to happen in that week during all 12 weeks. But it starts with removing. Removing how much time do you spend on social media? How much time do you spend in front of the television? How much uh, food are you eating that you know doesn't serve you? So whether it's soda or junk food or fried foods or whatever that is, it's looking at the whole of everything that you have currently in your life that shouldn't be there. For the person that's too busy to have 10 minutes in meditation, I can assure you has a, at least one hour, if not four, of stuff that is in their life that they're doing that has no business being in their life. None. So that's the starting point. The second month is all about balance. Now that we've removed everything that is nonsense that shouldn't be there, how do we get balance back into your life? And there's very specific four weeks of what happens to bring that back in, again, through all aspects of your life. And then step three, the third month, is replenishing. Okay, now what's missing that we need to add back in? 
So is there a hobby? Is there, back to the point of uh, artistry, are you a painter and you haven't painted for years or maybe even decades? What in your life, what joy and happiness needs to be added in to really make your life the life that you were meant to live? And it's very specific and in that order, but it's all 12 weeks broken down, so you don't even have to think. It's just this week, this is what I want you to do across the board of your life. That's the online course. It should be done. It's what I've done with people for 10 years. There, I have no excuse, quite frankly. So it's close. It's, uh, it's a bit of a web design thing that I'm getting worked out. That should be done here in the next few weeks, though. And then the book is very simply on decision-making. So it's how to make better decisions more often. And this goes back to the conversation we were just in about really understanding what you value. And you have got to be very clear and honest with yourself. For people that say, I'd like to own my own business, and I want to be an entrepreneur, and I want to make a million dollars in the next year. And at the same time, they really value that work-life balance. So they would like to be able to, at 5 o'clock, shut it down and be done, and then have their playtime and their friend and family time. And, and that's awesome. But if you're an entrepreneur for at least the first few years, that's not going to work. You're going to 24-7 eat, breathe, live, die, everything with whatever that goal is. And by the way, if you're going to be an entrepreneur and start your own business, and I know I'm preaching to the choir on this, you better be so passionate about it that it is what you want to eat, breathe, sleep, and do nothing else but focus on that thing because it's your love. And so there's a disconnect sometimes with people and what they say they want and truly who they are and how they're willing to live their life. So once we can get clear about what that is, now let's start hone in chapter by chapter of, from my background, if you employ these things, these pillars, these tactics, these concepts or ideas, decision making becomes a lot easier. And anything, again, that is going on in your life right now that you don't absolutely love, if everything comes from a series of decisions you've made and they all haven't been the best, maybe there's areas of your life, whether it's your health or your weight or the relationship you're in or the job you're in that you aren't happy with, then going forward, let's find a way to make better decisions for you that serve you more accurately so that you truly can have a life that you love and a life without regret. So that should be coming out. My goal is that that would come out in December. So November for the online course, December for the book. Wow. Well, I am sure that I am not, I'm not just speaking for myself, that everybody cannot wait for those things to come out. And I think personally that everybody should get that book and do the, do the course. Well, everybody, and now that Christy is now the head of marketing for me. So see, it all works out. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. So I mean, I, uh, obviously, I if they it. want to, you know, or it's not going to work, but I don't understand why anybody wouldn't want to. Might, might just not be, they're not ready, nope. but that's okay. That's, that's how that is. That's it. And so look, I'm giving you fair warning because you were probably a little uh, freaked out about, holy cow, she's going to bring me on and we have done no prep and we didn't talk ahead of time about how this was going to go. And we're already at 30 minutes, which means you get one final question. So I don't know where you are in your list or what else you have out there. We may have to do a part two one day. But if you were to narrow it down, if there's any last anything, since we're wrapping this up, it's already flown by our time together. What is that, my dear? It is. I know that we are where we are because of the choices that we have made. However, um, is there anything that if you could do over again, whether it be business or personal, what would that be? You know, it's, that's always, a, it's a great question. It's a, it's a double-edged sword one because 
we should all go through life not not looking at some missteps that we've made uh, of how that's going to hold us back or beating ourselves up. Negative self-talk is, is something that we all have to become much better at. We're always our best critic. And it's just, it's human nature. It's also the thing that makes us better is when we have these things in our head of, God, why did I do that? Or, I should have done that so much better. We should always be in self-reflection of what did I learn from this and what would I do different next time? That's very different from if I could go back, would I do it all different right now? Because the reality is who you are today is because of all of that. All of that, every single crazy mess that you were involved in or started or created or ramped up, whatever that is, is, is the person that you are today for good reason. And the lessons that come out of that, hopefully that you've taken note of, are what's going to help you become better and more helpful for other people because of that. So it's a little, it's a little twisty in would I do anything different? If I did, I, I can assure you this, you and I would not be talking on this podcast right now. We, just, we would not have crossed paths because it would have changed the trajectory of my life. Making one minor decision, I, I, you know, my example that I give in teaching classes on this, on, on your legacy and as well your destiny and your fate, is if you look at whether it's a tennis racket or a golf head, depending on if you play tennis or golf or have any affinity for either, if you, when the second that racket or that golf club hits that ball, if you change the angle of it, in just the slightest, the second that ball leaves, in that first millimeter of, a, of a, a, a split right there, you wouldn't know any difference in what angle it's heading. But follow that thing 50 yards out, and it's the difference of it going straight down the fairway or straight down the tennis court, or a complete 90, direct, 90 degrees in a, in a whole different direction, all because of one minor shift. And that's our life. So one minor shift that I would have made in a different direction back when I was 13 or 20 or 30 would change every single thing. The beautiful thing about that is if you do that today, if you do that tomorrow morning, that's also what will happen for your life favorably. If you just start making one right decision, create one right habit, the whole of your life will follow suit. So in a very long-winded way, I would not change yes. a thing. I would not change a single thing because I love the life that I have. I, I love the life that I have. I wouldn't change a single aspect of my life because if I, there was something I would change, I would change it, right? I just would. <laughs> if, if I was sitting here saying, well, I wish I was exercising more, then I would be exercising more. It's, it, so it's, it's kind of a, a funny little cycle that way. But that said... Have I learned a lot and look back going, what in the world was I thinking then? I can assure you on shakedown that first night of, of uh, boot camp in the military, oh, I thought about that all night long. <laughs> wow, that seemed like a great idea, one that you were going to pay for for the next four years. Again, wouldn't change a darn thing. But in the right. moment, right, these are great life lessons for us to say, okay, what did you learn? And because of that, not in spite of that happening, whatever it is right now that comes to mind about your past that maybe you have guilt or regret or remorse for, instead of saying the language to yourself, your internal self-talk of, well, that happened to me, and now because of that, I have this, say, this happened actually for me. And because of this, it has now made me this person that allows me to help out that type of person even more than had I never gone through it to begin with. And we all have that ability, every single one of us. So wouldn't change a thing, have learned an awful lot. And 
it's a big part of what enables me, I believe, in being able to talk to a, a great myriad of people because I have done a lot. I've been through a lot and I've experienced a lot. So there's a, a, a wide gamut of people that I can relate to, that I can look in the eyes and say, I got you. I got you, but we can get through this. So that answer your question? Very good. That answers my question. That was very well said. Ah, see, you would think that I was uh, paying Christy, but considering now she's going to be the head of my promotions and marketing department, uh, <laughs> it's uh, completely understandable. So uh, I wish that we could just continue chatting, and you and I will be uh, friends. I know this to be absolutely true. I love your work. Your Fitness Training Unlimited is going to be uh, all on show notes again. So I have that on show notes on a couple of Thursdays ago. It's going to be on show notes again today. I do believe that all of us are here in support of somebody else. So it is truly my pleasure to support you and your work and driving more clients to your studio because I think what you're doing is phenomenal and your push in empowering women and giving women the wherewithal in their, in their physical, emotional, and spiritual well-being. I wish more people would do the amount of work that you're doing in that capacity. So I honor you for the work you're doing and I appreciate it very much. Thank you, Michelle. I appreciate you. I'm internally grateful for this opportunity. Oh, thank you. Well, as am I and everybody, please jump on. As you see, I do actually pay attention to Twitter and Instagram and Facebook. You can reach out to me at any point in time and start a conversation. This is the reason for this podcast truly is to inspire you to make a difference. And Christy has done that for me. You're, you're making me even more accountable to get these things done. I appreciate that immensely. You can find all of this on social media and my blog over at Inner North Star as we started the show out by talking about. I appreciate, Christy, you being here. Uh, it means a great deal to me. So thank you for taking the time to reach out to me, and thank you for taking the time to jot down some questions. It was, uh, it was a lot of fun. I appreciate it. Thank you, Michelle. You're welcome. And thank you, everybody, for listening to this episode of the Game Changer Podcast. Thanks for listening in on this episode of the Game Changers Podcast. The next step is to hit the subscribe button to make sure you never miss an episode or any of our incredible guests. Thanks again, and we'll talk to you next time.